sorry to uh, to repeat what Craig says, but we need to get you back from the office, Liam. Shall we? Yes, let's do this shit. Um, I've got a machine. Let's make it happen. <laughs> Trevor, it's every number whatever. <clears throat> a spirited sprint through the UK chart toppers from then until now. Three of them drawn together and played for our debate and judgment. Are the three worth keeping and placing into our newfound music pantheon? Perhaps, Theon. <laughs> if they're shit... And we burn the three songs dealt the machine, an algorithm randomly spitting out songs, chooses a single that only hit the number two spot as a proxy and would be placed in the best of music list. At first, well, we'd hit the pay dirt with these random number two choices, but recent weeks have seen our luck slowly run dry. And Galway Girl still remains out there, so be afraid, be very afraid. Obviously, this is an undertaking that can't be carried out on one's own, so I've invited two chums along for the ride. Chums. Here's a f- he's a fan of fun, he hates the 50s, and is owner and facilitator of an unreadable musical mind. Let's see what he makes of this week. It's Craig Lowe. Hi. <clears throat> Via satellite from York. A studied professional tempered by many a contrarian view on popular music. There he is, just a sitting on a chair. It's Dr. Liam Maloney. Do a dee dee dum dee dee dee. How you doing, Matthew? You alright? I'm alright, mate. I'm alright, thank you. Just take a little bit of a sip of a ginula. A ginula and tinula. Ginula? That sounds like it's connected to your tibia. Um, shall we name our machine du jour? Why the fuck not, eh? Hey! Because I don't think people get the joke, but let's continue. And today's, this week's machine, his name is Sebastian Intellier inside. Whoa! Whoa! Sebastian Intellier inside. Sebastian Intellier Intel inside. Smash them together. That was one of mine, wasn't it? Of course it was one of yours. Who the fuck else is going to use Sebastian Tellier? <laughs> Who the I, fuck I'm, else? I'm not, I'm not even going to try this week. Oh, no, no. Okay, come on. We need it's to all in on. French as well. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I can butcher some French. Let's do this. Well, um, be the beef gardener. Let's give him some time to prepare. And this time we're going to begin with me. This is unique number one, 116. Oh, dear. But number one for the first time on the 23rd of March. I can do three. 1961. So we're out of the 50s. Are we out of the 50s? Um, Seb, can you give us some facts, please, my love? (laughs) No. Um, It's... It's 1961, but it, we are not. Yeah, we're... Yay, croon time. Croon me, baby. Can you Ooh, see I love you? Please don't break my heart in two. 
That's not hard to do, cause I don't have a wooden heart. Who is it? Prezis. It is EP. the pelvis. It is the pelvis, but I, the thing is, that is it's so unelvis like, isn't it? it it's umpapa, it's like Austrian umpapa Elvis. Does he wear yeah, lederhosen yeah. in whatever film it was linked to? Oh, I don't know, Matt. What a, it's from GI Blues in 19. It is. It is. Yeah. Um, That's a strong poster. It is. He I'm, did guessing, that. He's, he was I'm a, guessing he's wearing an army uniform throughout this rather than lederhosen. He was a good looking chap, though, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Died his hair, though, didn't he? Yeah, he did. <laughs> did he? Yeah. yeah blonde. Natural blonde. Natural blonde. I'm sure that was a quiz question in the last. Quizmas Christ, really shit. We was pro- I was proper scraping the barrel out. Yeah, natural blonde. But he was going for Max because it was black and white film then, wasn't it? So it was like Max Contrast, which was his original stage name. God, blonde Elvis would have been so hot. Yeah, Aryan Elvis, Aryan Presley. Actually, yeah, fair point. And so the the umpapa maybe not so much. So let's just yeah, imagine. Right, let's just imagine men. this. That song, Wooden Heart, is performed by a blonde Elvis wearing lederhosen. That, uh, have you seen Cabaret? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, what What do we think of this weird bit of kind of like, not, it's not even schlager, it's just schlock, schlocker? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, on, on the Pres- on the Presley meter, I mean, it's way down there on the... Right down not, there, isn't th- it? Yeah, this, this mm. doesn't need to be... I mean, I'd be surprised if this is on his number ones album. Yeah. Yeah, this was so. It's based on an old German folk track, but like this, just no one needed this. Like, if we want to talk one German folk song, then you do Edelweiss. The rest of it, no, thank you. I don't. I don't think I've any time for this. Are we just? Are we just concerning it? Yeah, I mean, you know, there might be. Do do you reckon there's any? Do we know any uh, died in the Wolves fans who might? I think they've all died. Even that funny, that. But I just like the idea that the last Elvis fan has just died. <laughs> All of his relevance is just yeah. It's, yeah, it's not what you call it. It's like the 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 film yesterday about the Beatles, but with Elvis. No one remembers him now. Oh, was that the Who one? Who is this? What's this song, Liam? Was that the the Love Actually guy? Yeah, it's the oh, Ed, I don't it's, know. It's the Ed Sheeran one. Ed Sheeran crops yeah. up as a major plot point for the second half of that film, and then somebody comes in and pretends to be John Lennon for the past five minutes. Spoiler alert. Well, why Greg. don't we? Uh, why don't we call it "Hey, Dude"? <laughs> yeah, but well, <sighs> my next number one is number one, one thousand three hundred and ninety. Oh, swing wow. to the other side! Yeah. Wow, it was so... number one for eleven weeks. Holy piss! On beginning first eighth of July two thousand and twenty-one. Oh. Oh. oh, oh, hmm. Mr. Tellier, do you have any facts for us? No, but would That's anybody like to guess? Right, my first guess, I was thinking when you said 11 weeks, I thought Drake, I think it's too late for Drake. And I also think it's too late for Blinded Lights by The Weeknd. Both are not this song, mm. <laughs> which is right, a really so weird no. say if you're, <laughs> way of saying you're wrong. <laughs> I prefer it. Both are not this. Um, trap him, boys. Uh, Craig summoned him. One, two, three. She ran. Ooh, 
Every time you come around, you know I can't say no. Would you like a drop? Is I think one? I know it, but yeah. Bad habits. It is bad really, habits. I don't know this one. He, it was the leader it single. It was number one for 11 weeks. It was the vampire video. A lot of time to be at number one. I mean, it's worth, it, it's worth noting at this point that I actually was going to post to the group the other day because I saw I, I saw the review of his new single pop up on The Guardian. It was two stars. It was called Ed Sheeran, Autumn Variations, as flat and dull as a grey sky. Lovely. <laughs> I was like, well done, Guardian. That's lovely. But I think, as I might have mentioned, Ed Sheeran plays, he's, he's a vampire in this video. And I'm just wondering how much burn the sun would give not just a vampire but a ginger vampire i mean he, he, he would go faster than the rest of the vampires right in lost boys he would definitely be the first character down he would be the 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 lost boys guy in red on a star trek film wouldn't he you know what i mean you know you know those magnesium strips you used to use in science at school <laughs> <laughs> that you could look directly into because it'd burn your eyes it'd be that so I was um I was on Mr. Sheeran's um Spotify page. You know how like you get a blurb now. Yeah. What do you reckon the you lo- first? You love the UI, don't you? What would you reckon the first word of his blurb is? Bear in mind, this Acoustic. was obviously written by his manager. What was that, Craig? Acoustic. No, that's a, that's far too easy a guess. Interlocking. <laughs> Weirdly, or closer. So, what? Idiosyncratic pop star yeah, Ed Sheeran right. borrows from any style that crosses his path, molding genres to fit a musical character all his own that's charming, and personable, and popular on a global scale. Um, is, it, is he idiosyncratic because he's <laughs> he's Can I not say that? <laughs> Fucking hell! I'm literally not going to be able to say anything. Um, do, would you like to know what album, what mathematical symbol this one's from? Divide. Uh, divide. It's equals. Ooh, the end of the sum. I, I mean, I, 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 I can't wait for 10 years from now where his career's faltering and he finally releases Square Root. The end of the sum. <laughs> That'll be a remix album, surely, Craig Square. What Square Root? So, Ed Sheeran doing Pop Dance Shat. Where are we, boys? In the Kitchen of Distinction, we've got Elvis with his accordion and Ed Sheeran, <laughs> Ed Sheeran pumping out some low rent Calvin Harris versions. I mean to say to say that I'm stood if if I was to say I'm not anywhere near the bin, it would be a lie. So It needs to be something it's... special, doesn't it, to pull this one back from oh, the Oh god, it, I mean, it yeah. needs to be a Bobby Huge, doesn't it? Let's be honest. Right, let's see what we've got then for our final number one of the week from me. This is unique number one, eight hundred and eighty nine. It's good numbers. Good. A good vintage, a good vintage. What year? 97. 99. 2001. Um, oh, wow. The 20th of January 2001 is when this first hits the top spot. Sebastian, give me some little factets, please. It's been a one-week wonder. But a one-week wonder in the very early noughties, we might not be on the worst ground ever. Um, pre-9-11. Oh yeah, pre nine eleven. So there was so much hope. Never optimism. Forget. It's just been the millennium. Yeah, a, a whole millennium. year earlier. I think we're calling it officially. The <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> uh, Love don't cost a thing. 
Love Don't Cost a Thing by Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> Lopez. It's all right, isn't it? There's a lot of orchestral <laughs> hit in that. There is. Do you know what? It sounds like it should have a new Jack Swing beat underneath, doesn't it? It yeah. sounds like it should be 10 years previous. I was expecting, like, you know, like a gang of um, of lads to start doing close harmony R&B vibing. I wish people could see that nice that move you had there, that kind of gyration across your shoulders. It was quite I'm trying quite not erosive. to be offensive. <laughs> well, you edit this, not me. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so if you don't remember this, um, it sort of sounds like this. So it's not Je- Destiny's Child, basically. Mm. Is this the first Jennifer Lopez? This seems very early, sort of like... No, we've had <laughs> stuff like Waiting for Tonight before then. Oh, of course, we're into It's like she's, it's like she's in the room. Isn't it's it? like she's here. Isn't it? Isn't it? That was actually a sample, listeners. I just fired it off there randomly. It's just Ben Affleck <laughs> shouting the backing vocals. <laughs> Bit of Baffleck. Yeah. Baffleck on backing vocals. Oh, fucking hell. Baffleck. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Liam. I am trying to take this seriously, but I just can't. There's you nothing. Give me lady, you give me lederhosen, a d- and now Baffleck on backing vocals. What am I meant to do here? I know, bad. I know, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. No, but it's not your fault. It's the machine. I were. I think our first one was If You Had My Love. That was the very first Jennifer Lopez. Lopez. And it was um, a Rodney Dark Child Jerkins joint. <laughs> Right. If that helps you. Um, <laughs> Jerkins, John. Should I just assume a Unanabin, boys? Yeah, but can, can I just say before we do, I do feel a bit sorry for Jennifer Lopez. I think it's worth more, yeah. that song. Yeah, that... I, think, I think with a better hand, we would have stayed, but it's a, it's a, it's a pathetic fold, I'm afraid. Yeah, because yeah, like, in one direction, you've got an oil tanker. In the other direction, you've got a cruise ship. And then in the middle is Jennifer Lopez on like a little jet ski. And the wake of both those massive turd-carrying ships <laughs> has just sunk her straight to the depths. Um, so, uh, to the bin, I think. Are you Nana Bin? Bin! Yeah, bin it. Thanks, Ben Affleck. Which, you know what that means. (laughs) Right, fingers crossed, lads. Fingers crossed. It's been absolute dog shit recently. Utter dog shit, this. So come on. There's got to be a good one in there. Let's have a mucky dip. (gasps) There we go. Andy McKay about to honk his horn. Um... For those of you not in the know, that is, of course, Love is a Drug by Roxy Music. <laughs> it's not quite a What a great tune. Oh, that's about bloody time. And if you, want to, if you want to hear more about Brian Ferry and Roxy Music, why not head over <laughs> to our Patreon, where we have just recorded a, a long play replay, which features Mr. Ferry's album, Boys and Girls. Yes, so, it does. What a record. Can, 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 I, can, I, can I just say for the listeners that this this we're recording this and this is dropping next week. So I will tell you, it will not be ready <laughs> if we go over now. But it won't be long and it'll be in there. And in fairness, Craig had a great old night and it was good fun. It's a, it's a bloody good record, Boys and Girls. Yeah, it is for one track. Oh, Craig, no. Liam, Liam. 
We didn't agree on anything. Oh, <laughs> Let me wow. just put that out there now. We didn't agree on a thing. But, you know, we disagreed agreeably, didn't we, Craig? We did. It was, all very, it was all very polite. All very agreeable. Aye. Indeed. Um, shall we crack on, boys? With who? Indeed, let's do it. With, with who? Um, next up today, who is our next little victim? It's going to be Matthew. Hey, I'm ready as well. Hey. You should always be ready. I know. But I very rarely am. Oh, sorry. I've just been interrupted by... Uh, UK number one, number 680. <laughs> did you have a little stroke? I did, I did. I completely forgot. I thought it was on every leaf ever for a minute. But um, yeah, unique number one, number 682. Two weeks at the top spot on the 17th of October in 1992. Gents, it's our second 1992 one. I hope you're counting it. I hope you're counting it. Any information machine? <laughs> Not a fucking thing. Eyes down for a full house. Let's see who gets this one first. <laughs> oh, hardest no intros in the world. I blame you for the moon. Um, oh. Sleeping satellite. Yeah! Tasman Archer. It is! Right. What is this person's name? Tasmin Archer. Not Tamsin. No, Tasmin. Move your S&M. Watch your S&M. She likes S&M, not Marcus Spencer's. So she likes... So it's Tasmin, not Tamsin. (laughs) Fucking hell. You know what? I don't even write this stuff. I know, listener. Can you smell burning, Matt? (laughs) Oh, God. Not quite yet. Anyway. Oh, fucking hell. Tasmin! Take me now, my dear. Strip me naked as the day I was born and fuck me with your satellite. They're, right, seriously though, for a moment, there are a grouping of songs around this period of time that I feel were pushing back on the mainstream 80s pop production tropes. I know we're a few years out of the 80s, but of me, we've discussed in uh, previously. We're not quite into the 90s, even though it's 1992. No, no you're facts, listener. Um, I, and I, I'm aware that there were female singer-songwriters that existed in the 80s, but what I'm focusing on is the distinct lack of bombast in the delivery and the production on this track. There's a dryness about the sound. Everything's undercooked and easy. It's really confident, especially for a debut single. See also Walking on Broken Glass by Lennox, oh, Stars by Simply Red. It's that kind of production. The vocal melody on this line is of its own. It really adds something which gently builds through the end of the pier organ solo to a captivating finish. It's a brilliant track. Tasmin Archer was 29 at this point, her major debut, which in the age-obsessed world of pop is old. But I think age comes through on this tune in such a positive way. This is a modern classic in my mind. As she dreams of the moon whilst reaching from the stars. Gents, what do you say? I've obviously bored Craig so much, (laughs) he's disappeared. Liam, what do you think? I like the idea of it as like a sort of, um, like a a, a post-sophisty pop kind of like classy production but not overblown and when you say it's quite modern she's not doing the kind of like lazy whispered vocal like she's no. not doing that xx shit where it's are we, are we still are we still on tasman yes uh has anyone brought up seal yet no yet female seal shield as some might say uh i, I find this very reminiscent of what seal was doing at the time i suppose yeah yeah i'll give you that 
Yeah. And it, it, it gives, but it doesn't mean it's not good. I mean, it's great. But mm. it gives me slight hints of like later solo Sting as well. When he's was it Desert Rose? Ooh. Was that that Sting tune? Yeah, it's really smelly that though, mate. Mm. Yeah. This yeah. this is when you first heard when you first realised what this was. What was your immediate thought? Well, I didn't know she was English. No, she's from Bradford, mate. Not only Gosh, English, wow. she's Northern. She was all over Granada tonight when this was released. I thought she was a mank when I looked and I realised she was a white roser. I was a little bit disappointed, to be fair. Mm. The album I listened to during lockdown, it actually stands up remarkably well. Great expectations. Yeah. Great name for a debut. Yeah, very much so. Unfortunately, expectations were great and it it, it kind of fizzled out. Mm. Um, But she left us with this. Like... There are worse one-hit wonders. Yeah. Not one-hit wonder. Did she have another no, charting single? Thing yes, she did. She got a top 20 with the second single was In Your Care, which oh. I'm surprised it got top 20 considering it contains a lower swear in the chorus. Uh, I think Son of a Bitch is the opening <gasps> line of the chorus, which, come on, ain't going to get your radio one at the time. Bruno Brooks, would it be appalled? Appalled? Right. I'm hard fridge with this, gents. Kitchen? Hold on. I'm certainly leaning towards the fridge, definitely. This is this is a mainstay of my rainy day pop playlist. Can I also say, listener, even though this is an audio medium, Craig's actually in his kitchen tonight. This excites me yeah. massively. It's it's we should all we should have an episode where we all set up in our kitchen. Oh my god, let's do it. Yeah. Um, okay, right. Strong start. Yeah, great and, start. Great <laughs> and he's start. near the bin. He's literally near the bin, but metaphorically in the uh, the shape of the podcast, near in the fridge. Second number one is number one, number 662. So the first one was 682. This is 662. Again, Ooh, another two-weeker. This time, the 9th of March in 91. My birthday. This time, Craig's birthday in 1991. How old would you have been on the... Uh, in nine. nine. It's Craig's ninth birthday. Uh, could we... Uh, Liam, could you give me a notable sting on this? <laughs> that whistly thing is the um, uh, sonic branding for Fat Person's Joint McDonald's. Fat and means... <laughs> That this is a song made famous on an advert. And also, the notable is it was number one on Craig's ninth birthday. Woo-hoo. I'm going to hand over to you guys, see if you can guess what it is. Rolf Harris, it. Can you tell what it is yet? Did you give us any facts for when it was? 91, Craig's birthday. How, how long? Two. Was it there? Do it. Not a Scooby Doo. Craig, go. Adverts around the time. Yeah, uh, was it a t- was it on a He-Man advert? Because otherwise, I would have I would have had no Hit interest. Hit play machine. Oh, it's uh, stay on go by the Clash. Wow, that really was a reacher. Yeah, man. That's a bass sound. God, that bass! I've never noticed how dreadful that bass is. Oh, it's brilliant. <laughs> it's absolutely brilliant. Levi's commercial sting. 
Yes, jeans. That's what it was flogging. A decade after its original release, this clash classic gets a second airing and flies to the top of the pops a mere six years after the band decided to call it a day. The clash obviously are a divisive lot. Some say ace, like me. Some say sellout posers, like a lot of people I also know. I think they were a great, great, great pop band who released three magic albums and not many can say that. This tune, however, I always thought it was a cover as it's got that kind of whiff of late 50s, early 60s, bequiffed banger about it. But it's a Jones original and uh, made to have that feel. So in terms of having that 50s, 60s feel, it is a real success. Uh, never a song that I actually reach for by The Clash, but I'd never turn it off and I definitely would turn it up if it came on the radio. What album? It's off Combat Rock. Track Combat Rock. three. Facts. Uh, backing vocals are in Spanish. It's a timeless riff, a bit like Louie Louie, a bit like Smoke on the Water, a bit Bo Diddly Diddly. Yep. And the B-side uh, on the original was Straight to Hell, and that's worth going in the Pantheon alone, because Straight to Hell is one of the best bits of guitar music ever written. Gents. It's like, it's like someone's pressed play on Straight to Hell. Yeah, in comes M.I.A. Yeah. Oh, shit, Show. I forgot she sampled that shit. Oh, yeah, um... Craig, views on the clash. Oh. Views on the clash, and views on uh, should I stay or should I fuck off? Uh, I mean, it's a great track, no doubt about it. Uh, there's better clash, but yeah, there this is. is, but this is a, a real sort of. This comes on at a party. You're going straight to the dance floor. It's, I mean, it's just good clash. I mean, the clash are a, a sort of on and off band. Is is they'll release a great album and then they'll release cut the crap. So I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, let's. But you're right. There is there is better clash, but let's underline the fact that this is the only clash we're going to get on this show. Yeah, I mean, mm. you, oh, wow, I mean, yeah. pre preaching to the choir. I mean, it's we're essentially two for two so far. I mean, it would take an absolute, uh, I mean, stinker of epic proportions to sink these two. So, right, just just me and you, uh, Craig. What yeah. do you think, Mister Maloney's going to think on this one? I think it's a soft keep so far. I know he's. I'm not sure his position on The Clash we'd, we would have to hear. Shall we ask him? Liam, what's your view on The Clash? It's Belter, isn't it? Oh, I love oh, him. There he is. <laughs> um, what is absolutely bloody bizarre, though, I, so I don't own Combat Rock, mm. um, but I was looking at the track list. You go straight from this into Rock the Casbah. Yes. yes. Which are both great tunes, but yeah. that is a... Uh, like, you're getting whiplash from that change, yeah. aren't you? Yeah, you are. That's, it's uh, it's probably my most played Clash album due to the fact that it's a single single Clash out al uh, single album as opposed to the wonderful uh, London Calling which is double and the patchy but brilliant Sandinista which is mental. Um, it is, it, we need to recognise that that yeah. thing is like there's there's nuggets of gold in between. It's just mountains crazy. of turds. Just crazy. Love it though. Yeah. So brilliant song. Brilliant. I don't. I don't think we need to go around the kitchen here. We we're still fridge ward, aren't we? Yes. Oh yeah. We are. I'm, this third one. I am going to tell you now. Will cast the cat amongst the pigeons for one of you, and galvanize the other one into going straight in the pantheon. Let's see. Who is who? When I say uh, we're looking at unique number one, number four seven one, not one seven four, not seven four one, number four seven one. Three weeks at the top spot this time on the 29th of November, nineteen eighty. So if we're keeping on birthdays, I'm a month old. There we go. Um, 
Any more information, Sebastian Tellier inside. Another notable, this time a bit weak, but you know, there is a, there are a big noise this lot and this was their last of nine number ones. Any guesses? What year? 80. So who was big in the 70s? Is it Abba? Yeah, press play. Do you want to press play? Super true. Oh, oh it's Abba! For fuck's <laughs> sake. It's, it's very, very, very bony, um, isn't it? Let, right, hold off. So, Abra had nine. I think, Liam, is this only the second one we've judged? Great question, actually. Let me... Um... You have a look and I will uh, skip through this intro. It's This is not in my top five, Abba. And one thinks that this might have been the first sign of perhaps the ideas running out. That said, it's still Abba, so there is much to enjoy, even on this lesser track. The piano hook is great. The verse vocal and the subsequent harmony are absolutely bang on. Negative points for the alliterative nature of the title. It's annoying and reductive in a nursery, type, nursery rhyme type way. But also, like all good nursery rhymes, it sticks Don le tête. Boy, does it stick about it mad all day. Um, you know what? Sorry, Liam, is this the second ABBA we've done or have we done any more? Yeah, we just said Mamma Mia, nothing else. Wow, so we've got a sluice of ABBA coming our way. Plenty of ABBA to come. Right. You know, life is short and time is tight, so I'm going to cede the floor to Liam and CeeLo so Liam can tell us how much he hates it and Craig can confirm that the song is either A, fine, or B's favourite or something. Because <laughs> these three, for me, are great and they're going in. So there's me. Um, let's do Liam first. I'm really annoyed about it. I'm really annoyed <laughs> about this whole <laughs> affair because Tasmin and... The Clash. The Clash. It's so good. And then you have this, and you are right, it's a, it's a proper earworm. Mm. One of the most annoying earworms I've ever come across as well. I find it <clears throat> so <clears throat> grating. <throat> <laughs> and... It's so throwaway. It, it, the throwawayness of this annoys me more than anything else. It's just like proper a pop. Proper like, pop. Just, you know, it's named after a fucking. Is it off like a light or something like that? It's Not named a clue. after. So it's named after the Super Trooper. I think the Parkham that was up in one of the rigs they had or something like that. It's named after lights. So it's clearly someone saw this shit. It doesn't even smell Trooper properly, which annoys me <laughs> even more. Got a U in it. Swedish voyage. It's just it. It's so poxy and so ugh, it's cynical. Yep. Everything about it is absolutely cynical. And I can't fucking stand it, but it's gonna have to go in. It is, isn't it? Thank you, Liam. Craig. I mean, uh, I'm going to you, but is it unanimous? Oh, of course it is. I think this is possible. <laughs> this is possibly the first Abba song I ever heard. Oh. Uh, on that point alone, it gets a pass from me. Yes, it's silly. Yes, it's throwaway. But yes, it's Abba. That's so a good annoying. three. It's a good three. It was a good three. It's like it's like salad with a meal. I sub- yeah, you, know, I like you should probably eat it, but you really don't want to. Yeah, suppose, but it makes you feel suppose, good afterwards like, yeah, when you pass yeah. it. Oh, it goes through I you mean, anyway. It also, puts a road through also, you. I mean, these are three 
bastions, three three faces on the Mount Rushmore of music: the Clash, Abba, Abba, and Tasman. Tasman. <laughs> <laughs> they are the three, the the first three. Shaky Stevens, I'll, I'll, I'll give you this. That's that's the one at Mount Rushmore that you're looking at, going, I don't know who that one is. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Follow that. Craig, my love, you are up. Huzzah! My first number one this week is unique. Number one, number 334. This 70s. This was number one for three weeks from the 30th of June in the year of our Lord, 1973. Uh, strong, this. It's strong. I'm not even going to try and butcher French after looking at the titles and finding nothing that will be relevant with this. So, <laughs> Seb, give us some facts. Nothing, nada, zippo, let's go. It's Squeeze Me, Please Me by... It um, it's Squeeze Me, Please Slade. Me by Noddy and Friends. This is, of course, from 1973, so we're talking 10 years before they hit their stride with the amazing Kamikaze Machine in 1983. <laughs> he's still going. He's still what going. episode was that shit on? Oh, I'm going to say farty. Brilliant. This is a non-album track uh, coming out probably at peak Slade time. It wasn't on any albums until they released their greatest, which is Sladest. I think. Mm. Uh, controversy. Ooh, just oh, just controversy. for listeners, if you want to know what that nonsense was about, rewind back to episode 39. I think that was close. You were very close, yeah. What, Craig's correct statements on Slade? Yeah. <laughs> Head on back. <laughs> Give us some controversy, mate. Controversy. Uh, the lyrics on this get a little bit Seville with uh, when a girl's meaning yes, she says no. So, I mean, ooh, 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 it's, uh, not it. Is by Robin Thicke? Dear, oh dear. <laughs> not even blurred lines. Can I just say that the production on that for 73 is great. Yeah. What is, I mean, the drumming is so sloppy. It's, it's br- I think you need to listen to that again. I thought it was. I thought the snare sounded brilliant. Oh, I, I think it sounds great. It sounds da, huge, da, da, but the da, drumming da, da, is da, da, so da, da, out da, da, of time. Da, da, da. Mm, not sure. I think it's just heavy syncopation. Why are we talking about this, Liam? This is the thing that me and you should get together and talk about. Let's get into our cupboard and talk syncopation. Or out of time. <laughs> I like Slade. I like Slade. This is a Slade I'm not familiar with. It does the misspelling, but at the same time, ooh. So it's one of five. Did we did we reckon yeah. it's five Slade? Yeah, because the good stuff didn't hit number one. <laughs> well, we've already sacked off because uh, I love you. Yeah, yeah. There's fine. five in total. You've had um... oh no, six in total. So there's oh. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah, because I love you um, was kept. Was it? There is this, and then you've also got Take Me Back Home, Mama, We're All Crazy Now, Banger, and Come On, Feel the Noise. Were they dyslexic? It was a thing, wasn't it? It was was, fun uh, misspellings. uh, I really want to say attracting the kids, but you know what I mean? I don't mean it like that. 
especially after the rapey lyric thing. Right, I'm backing out. I'm backing out. Yeah. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> Caution. Vehicle is reversing. Well, let's 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 see if the second track this week can uh, can change our minds anymore. Can't get any worse, can it? My next number one is unique number one, number 1,010. Fuck you. Fuck you, 1,010. This no, was no, num- it's all right. We, we're in, like, mid-noughties. Yeah, this was number one for seven weeks, starting Ugh. from the 26th of March in the year of our Lord, 2005. Uh, Sebi, is there any notable things about this you could tell me? La Bonbon, of course it is. This is a charity single, so if we do, if we get our workings out and we, we show where we're doing it, this You're is You're the match. only one who knows how this works, though. Match. This is so a charity it's, single so it, match. It's, so it's comic relief. There we go, so we've dinged that so one. So is it, is it too late for the version of Uptown Girl by yes. Westlife? Yes. Yes. No. earlier. I don't know. Why don't oh, we press play and find out what press play. You, this is? Come on, Liam. Look at that whiff. We don't need to, do we? This is, of course, Tony Christie featuring, quite unnotably, because he adds nothing to proceedings, Peter Kay, other than the music video that he appears in. Point of order. I am appealing to the jury on this one on a possible non-Samida bin. As if we are if we are allowing Peter Kay as a featuring artist on this, even though he provides no singing for 15 seconds of this video, Mr. Jimmy Savile appears. Oh, hang on though, Ooh. hang on, right? Yeah. And the only the, reason the, the, the only reason this is not all is because of the music video. Yeah, it's the video though, mate. It's not mm. the song. But I mean, if we're gonna, really, if can we're I just say, Pete, if we're gonna let Peter have a featuring, doesn't everybody else who's walking on that treadmill? Deserve a featuring also. What's the featuring down as? Is it featuring, featuring everyone Peter. in the video? Feature, featuring Peter Kay. I mean, I am... Listen, the, that is a great point of order. I personally, I don't think we should allow that because I think we go down a slippery slope. And I know you basically want to cancel everyone, Craig, and you want all the yeah. Nelson Media bins for yourself. Yeah, but no, I don't think I don't think we can give that. But what a... Can no. we... Let's just dwell on that. What a rum choice. Having Savile. Yeah. Well, also, he's got what's-his-face with Orville, and I've never trusted Orville. <laughs> never trust the man with his hand up a bird. <laughs> Poor Rod Hull. <laughs> I went to his funeral. This reception was crap. <laughs> oh, dear. Spinning Lovely in work. his grave. Good work. Um, uh, yeah, this leaves me completely cold, and I would love to get both of the Peter Kays in the bin. I'll be honest with you, because I've already got 500 miles in. <laughs> That does belong. I mean, I've, I, I don't think I've got anything against Tony Christie. I don't think I've got anything against this song. I, I, just, I, I don't. I, right, I tell you what. Perhaps this is. Where the most... are you on balance between the two, between the Slade and this? Craig, go on you first. Where are you on balance? Does this does this tip the Slade in the bin? Oh, this does, unfortunately. For a Slade, I've fun. never really come across them. Yes, it is good, but it is stereotypical Slade. It's nothing this, special. This, this. So you know, usually how we can explain ourselves out of a box. Yes. I don't, I can't really explain why I don't, it just leaves me uneasy, this. 
Mm. Um, perhaps it might be that 15 seconds of Savile in the video. Perhaps this is the kind of proxy non-Samedabin, the fact that he's just the, his stain... Uh, I mean, it's, it's, two, it's two oohs. It's two oohs. We've had some very, very unflattering rapey lyrics from Slade, and we've also had an appearance from Jimmy Savile. It so. definitely weak. It definitely weakens Slade, and I'll and I'll put and I'll say no more. Mister Maloney, where are we? Properly ambivalent. I quite like the Slade one. I was quite impressed by the production on it. It sounded really like. That's something really contemporary. Actually, I, that's yeah, that's I like. thought you played the wrong one. I'll be honest with you. But it, no. Yeah, me too for a minute. I was like, shit. But then I find this wildly irritating. Not because of Peter Kay. I just think it's a really poxy song. In the same way that I find Super Drooper really poxy. It's proper soft. chicken in a basket, this though, isn't it? This is, this is working man's club fodder. Yeah, and... And I'm not punching like down. snob when I'm doing that. Yeah, no, I'm not, honestly, I'm not punching down, and perhaps I should use a different kind of barometer to, to bastardise this thing, but, yeah. I mean, yay for Tony No, you are right, that's kind of the, money, the goal but, of the thing, yeah. though, isn't it? it is he, thing. Had a, he had an 18-month resurgence on the back end of this, so... Yeah. And that was rightfully... He did Glastonbury. Again. Yeah. Wow. Oh, well. You're gonna have to go, you're gonna have to give us your third, Craig. Yeah, I it's am. all gonna fall on this. Well, let's see where we land with unique number one, number six hundred and three. This good was number, number oh, one God, for yeah. two weeks from early eighties, the sixteenth of January in the year of our Lord nineteen eighty eight. Not way too late. Eighties. All I can say is <laughs> this could be interesting. Press play. <laughs> Oh, Thanks, machine. Yeah. yeah, machine, cheers. <laughs> right. Let's do it. Oh. Very interesting. Very interesting. Okay, before we dive in, I can't remember if we were having this conversation or someone else was. Were we ever discussing the reflexes in the club on this show? Yeah. Possibly, yes. Yeah, it was on this. I was about 14 Sambucas in and it was karaoke. It was one of the two <laughs> times I've ever done karaoke. I would I love, I'd fucking love to see you do karaoke, Liam. I didn't hit a note of it, but I, I, I was loud. Yeah. What I, what, I, what I lacked in pitch, I made up for in enthusiasm. That's the story of my life. <laughs> um, this is a fucking tune. Yes. This is, you know, like when you, did um, Tiffany come up really early? Yeah. Yeah, I think we've had Tiffany, haven't we? Yeah, because I remember yeah. doing that. Um, well, to yeah, you... she came up in like episode fourteen of this, mm. and I think we made the discussion that this was like kind of quintessential eighties mall pop. Mm. This sort of is a classier version. To, of that to give me. you a barometer, this was a runner-up for the best female performance at the Grammys in nineteen eighty-eight, which lost out to "I Want to Dance with Somebody" by Whitney Houston. So oh, that's yeah. the sort right. of caliber year we're having. Uh, one of the greatest key changes of all time. Yeah. 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 Absolutely brilliant. And it's Belinda Carlisle, obviously. For those who are not in the know, this Heaven is Place on Earth by Belinda Carlisle. Um, can we do a quick drop out here just for Patreon people, Matt? Yes, of course. Um, uh, right. Uh, before I say something, Craig, like, your, you, what, what's your view? On this, this is really, the... this is really, really tough for me because I find the Slade song to have been really dated, and I, I struggle 
with the sort of sentiment that it carries in 2023 of yes means no and no means let's go that uh, that I really sort of struggle with that sort of 1970s mentality which led us down the whole Savilgate thing uh, not that you've ever been a contrarian though when me and Matt have brought up similar qualms well, I mean, about I'm previous t- tracks I mean, I mean to be fair to be fair we're nothing but all fucking contrarians on this podcast. <laughs> we can switch on a fucking dime whenever we damn well please because it's like The Simpsons. Every start of an episode is a reboot, a fresh slate every time. So uh, the Tony Christie track is awful just because of its sort of predominance in pop culture at the time. The fact it was it stole the sort of thunder from the official comment release single, which I can't think of what it was at the time. But it was an unofficial single that later went, yeah, go on, you can have the money for charity as well because we were on Comet Relief to debut it. Uh, but then you've got Belinda Carlisle. And if I go with my ha- hand on my heart, uh, she's going to have to go in the bin on this one. It was All About You by McFly. Did you, forget, but did you hear what he just said, Liam? I did. Yeah. Uh, um, Let me... I, 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 th- I think that... The attitude of that first Slade song is, I mean, it's virgin. It's virgin. Don't say it. virgin in front of Noddy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's getting it's getting dangerously close and it sets a bad precedent to let that sort of thing into Listen, the I, I, I've, I've been down this moral wormhole with the Chris Brown escapade in, <laughs> I'm going to say, issue episode 12. And it's a tough one to judge. I wasn't aware those were the lyrics of the, uh, the Slade song, but I'm not having the Nancy Mida bin of the Savile no. thing, although it does tarnish what is just, a, as I say, pie and peas supper, 1970s song. Heaven is a place on earth is amazing. It's going in. It's got to go in. I love that song so much. It, Heaven is a place on earth could take in two Sheeran for me. I love it. Just as a sidebar, if it wasn't Slade and was Blurred Lines, where would you stand? Well, that that's a really good point. So Blurred Lines has been kind of notably, um, publicly shamed as being a bad song. And I don't want our podcast to be cancelled. So I would happily go with the public point of view. And also the fact that Blurred Lines is a genre of music that I don't really have much time for. Slade is a rock song. So basically what I'm saying is I am... You know, just That's playing. Fine. I just presenting the facts to you the can jury. Present the, you can present the facts as much as you like. I will look you straight in the face and tell you the truth to your disappointed face, Greg. No, no, no disappointment. Is, there is no straight lines. Some might even say that the rules are, you know, this. it's just all blurred lines here on every number one ever. Liam. I... Heaven is a place on earth is This is great. Of, this is one of the hardest ones for ages. One of the best pop songs of the whole nineteen eighties. In fact, it's one of the best pop songs. Mm-hmm. Done. Like, not even qualifying it by decade. It's just genius. It is also the majority of Belinda Carlisle's career. Um and I would hate to see her in the flames because of that. Um but she is up against a really dreadful. In fact, you know, 
a novelty song that has been further co-opted into more novelty. Double which novelty. really bothers me. Yeah, and you know my opinion of anything Double that's vaguely comic. Anything that's fun, I don't like automatically. And then you've got Slade, which it's all right. You know, it's a decent pop song. It's a nice production and stuff. But, you know, Belinda Carlisle's just got to go in, hasn't she? Fine. Got to be done. I can't, I cannot let, in the same way, using my previous metaphor, while um, Jennifer Lopez was on a tiny jet ski, I think of Belinda Carlisle as a tugboat to her very self. She can do what she likes, and so she's going in. Suck him off. So this is the flip of the Chris Brown issue, where me and I, I was flip-flopping, as I usually do, uh, and I ended up bidding Chris Brown and ditching Eye of the Tiger by Survivor. Craig, if Eye of the Tiger by Survivor replaced Heaven is a Place on Earth, would you have kept those three? No. No. Oh, you're lying. But also, lying. remember, remember, we are judging a 70s song for a wonky lyric from the 70s. Wonky no, lyric no, in every saying, chorus. I'm just saying, we're, we're judging... <laughs> Yeah, no, we've got someone. This, this is, someone say the hook. <laughs> this is this is a, this is a hey, I'm, I'm I'm sleeping fine tonight, boys. Fucker's <laughs> got a moral high horse all of a sudden. Yeah, Get that well hidden. Um, Fucking hell. But yeah, we are judging something from the 1970s, and we're comparing it to like blurred lines, which was already in correct when it came out like they knew that was by the time 70s not so much chris brown actually a criminal so we're, yeah, we're on like right. criminality versus a, a lyric frank sinatra got arrested mate he was a crim let's not go here let's he not he was an outstanding member of society don't say that man <laughs> you. hey you will wake up with a horse's head in your bed listen he that was a good looking mugshot and you've got to admit it have you ever seen those those um Screen tests, those really early screen tests of Marlon Brando. Oh. Oh, God, find them. You will become homosexual. He's the, just the sexiest man of all time. But anyway, Well, Linda's I've got nothing in. to do on Sunday. <laughs> right. So, should we wrap this up, gentlemen? I think we may as well. Oh, hang on, hang on. There's a beam of light coming from the sky. Is it Jesus? Oh, no, it's Craig. It is your Lord and Saviour and moral <laughs> compass. Craig Lowe here to tell you <laughs> I was right. <laughs> but why not tell me how right I was? I, I, love, it, I love it how this bit has just become how Craig was right. <laughs> of course it is. I mean, that's the one part of this podcast where I get to say it. Uh, yes. If you want to follow us on socials, head over to facebook.com and search for every number one ever. Head over to x.com as it seems to be sticking and search E-N-O-E <laughs> podcast. Oh, Elon, I'll tell you, as soon, as soon as you start charging for that shit, we won't be plugging this one anymore. Uh, head over to patreon.com slash E-N-O-E podcast where you'll find a variety of new things. We have uploaded some new episodes of the... Ah, bonus other podcast, pod. long play, replay. Uh, there is also other variety of things in there. There's outtakes from the show. There's little bits. There's a picture of me with the lead singer of Awesome. Yes! Beautiful. Uh, and if you're unsure about any of the links, head over to www.everynumber1 
ever.com. I should have added the HTTP column backslash backslash in there to be a true late 90s plug there. But uh, uh, you'll find all the links there. Uh, Liam, how is the Pantheon looking after this week? Slightly dirty, I think. (laughs) (laughs) But certainly engorged. Um, into the flames we have cast Elvis Presley's umpapa ridden wooden heart that won't do for surgery um, we have shed the bad habits of Ed Sheeran and sucked down into the abyss is Jennifer Lopez on her jet ski okay. with love don't cost a thing thankfully all are replaced um, by Roxy Music's Love is the Drug alas not the Grace Jones version but beggars can't be choosers Very little into voice. the pantheon this week however goes Tandemazinis Archer with Sleeping Satellite um, The Clash are unsure what to do and a pun Oh, naming this—it's named after a fucking spotlight. I googled it. It's a spotlight. It's a follow spot from theatre. It's, it's an alliterative thing. It could have been anything alliterative. Piss, just piss. Piss a whistle um, by Abba, <laughs> and it was whistle. only piss a whistle. <laughs> we is gonna find piss, whish, wah, you. Whish, whish, wah. <laughs> so. It was only two weeks ago that I learned that Abba was their initials. Yeah. Well done. BGS. Um, it could have been Bab. It could have been. It could have been Bab or Baba or Ab Ab. Baba. Ab Ab have been cast. Oh no, we're keeping Ab Ab. Um, also being kept are Craig's favourite. Um, no, I want no part of this. Favourite. Um, Craig, have you, have you listened to the latest episode? Craig cancelled Noddy. Yeah, so Craig loves to lambast against. Played the greatest band in his opinion. Where is his love for that bloody album now? <laughs> yeah, surely they're all tainted. That's why, that's um, why they didn't chat. They've been cancelled by them. By, by you, only you, <laughs> only me. Um, so Craig's demonstrated his credentials. That'll tie him over at least into the second year of this podcast. Um, Tony Christie featuring Peter Kay and no one else. Not and Belinda Carlisle's Heaven is a Place on Earth have all gone into the Pantheon this week. I think we are still batting a positive average there. Love is a drug, absolute win. Number twos are always best. And then a mixed bag of things going in with some real standouts in there. Mixed I bag. Think I think, yeah. Craig, Craig, that's Craig at the, in the dock. <laughs> <laughs> looking at the beak as, uh, as, uh, as a witness for the prosecution looking at the jury winking going mixed bag <laughs> nice. we know what he means they've let a load of rapists in that's what they've done well argued well battled good fun Craig thank you so much no thank you Liam wonderful as usual I love you both equally and deeply but I will always ask for your permission Uh, many many should be thinking can we make a decision should we stay or should we go and I say let's stay because after all heaven is a place on earth God bless you see you next week I love you goodbye bye
Steve. Thank you. 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 Thank you.